is up everybody welcome to the third fruits of fatherhood i believe third or fourth uh this is a podcast where i'm pretty much detailing my life as a father and the ups and downs trying to be completely 100 percent transparent about everything and uh it's been a while since i've done this in fact it's been two-ish years and i wanted to talk a little bit about why I took that break. Um, podcasting and really just anything in general that I try to venture out and do on my own, I, I get very self-conscious about. I mean, I think we all do to some extent, but man, I mean, just hearing my own voice and it, I just always felt like if it wasn't perfect, I didn't want to do it. And I mean, nothing's ever going to be perfect. And that's fine. And I'm, I finally started to realize that. And I, I just have to learn to be more comfortable in fatherhood with podcasting. I mean, whatever it is, with things not being perfect and just learning that that's okay. And so I finally mustered up the courage to do it. Uh, a lot of this is because of my wife. She kind of pushed me to get back into this because she felt like she heard from the Lord that it would please him and anything to please the Lord, that that's what I'm looking to do. And I also kept having this reoccurring dream that I, I found very interesting. I had this dream where I was in the same location every time, and I, I kept trying to get into this workshop. And most of the time, I was only able to look at the workshop from a distance. I could never really get close to it, but this one time, I actually got into the workshop. And when I finally walked in, I was surrounded by tools and I, I felt at home and nervous at the same time, if that makes any sense. Like I had some sense of comfortability, but I was still a little shaky about the whole thing. And I eventually talked to my wife about it and she gave me this revelation that I kept going to the workshop to see if I still had these tools that God gave me. But I was too scared to actually use them, which is why I would never really want to go into the workshop and why I was so nervous when I got into it. And I would distract myself to avoid going in and putting in the work. But I just wanted to know if I still had those tools. And at the same time, like right after she tells me this, I, I've been listening to this sermon where I can't remember who it was, but someone was told to go break up new ground that it went idle because a, a new season of sowing and reaping was coming. And I wholeheartedly believe that everything was just starting to connect, that breaking new ground, that tilling of the soil, that dirty work, the, the hard work is this podcast. So here we are. I mean, I guess that's the, the short side of things. Some other things happen in the dream, but I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it. So it, it's the last two years have really just been been me battling with figuring out like do I still have these tools? Can I do this? Should I do this? And you know if the Lord says it pleases Him, then I'm going to do it. So I guess uh, let's go ahead and get into what these last two years have been like as a father. Uh, so Amelia's a little over two now, and if I'm being completely honest. Up until the last few months or so, I, I just felt like I I wasn't 
a good dad. Like I was around, I'm, I'm always doing stuff for him, providing for him and everything like that. But I just felt almost uh, disconnected in the beginning. Like, like I didn't belong. Like something just wasn't flowing very well. I, I saw how good of a wife and how good of a mother Cassidy was. It almost made me self-conscious about what I was doing as a father. And it was probably about a year and eight or nine months in where I really started to kind of freak out about it because I felt like she wasn't very like talking very much. She didn't really seem that interested in learning. And I constantly felt like I wasn't doing enough. It, it was hard to balance wanting to teach her all this new stuff, these new words, and go to work and do all the daily chores around the house and you know, it's funny, like, growing up, I would always go into people's houses with kids, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm never going to let my house get that dirty. And it just happens, and I stress about it. And because I'm usually the one that cleans and, and cooks around here, I just I enjoy doing those things. But I also take on such a responsibility to do it, it kind of overwhelms me at times. And so I'm thinking about doing all this stuff around the house and trying to raise her and teach her. And it just got unbelievably stressful. And I just felt like I wasn't fitting into the family almost, like I was an outcast. Like I had no idea what to do. And to be honest, like the first six months especially, it's kind of boring. I mean, it, you know, you love the kid with all your heart. You do everything you can to, to support your child, but... They just don't really do anything. And there was really only one guy that told me that coming in. I didn't really know what to think about that. Like, I didn't really believe it, but I don't know. I'm just always wanting to go out and do something and have fun. And and they just can't, they just don't really have that ability. Now, it wasn't until Amelia turned two that things started to change a little bit. It's like once she turned two, a rocket was strapped to her back and She's all of a sudden wanting to learn all these new words. She's intrigued by learning. She's always asking, what's that? What's that? And she's wanting to go outside and do different things. And it's like she's just exploding with this personality that, I mean, she's so funny. Like, I, I love that she has such a sense of humor. I mean, something I told Cassidy the other day was like, I'd rather her be funny than super smart. Like, obviously, I want her to be smart. But, my God, I'm so glad that she understands humor she understands like almost the way that a joke is structured in a weird way. She knows when to laugh. She knows when something's funny. And and it all happened when she turned two. It was just like, boom, that day. She's learning all these new words. She's learning how to count. She's learning these colors. I mean, she's obsessed with animals. All she wants to do is is watch these videos about like naming animals and then making sounds. And she's learning all of them. And I think part of that has to do with like living out in the country too. Since the last time I did this podcast, we moved out to the country and we have five acres and got almost 20 chickens. We've got some goats and she just loves being outside with these animals. If we ever leave, she's got to say bye to each individual pet inside. She's got to say bye to the chickens and goats outside. And I mean, there was even one day where this goat didn't attack her, but you know, goats are kind of stupid. Like when they're really excited, they just take off running and they kind of run all sideways with their head sideways. It looks really weird. And 
what had happened was this goat just gets all excited, turns around and just crushes her. I mean, she's bleeding. This thing just hits her head on. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's gonna be terrified of goats. She's never gonna wanna see goats again. But I mean, within minutes, she was saying, hi goat, hi goat, and just wanted to keep going out there playing with her. I mean, it was fascinating to me. I love so much that she loves being outdoors, getting dirty, being around these animals. It, it really makes me excited about the future, about what she's going to do in her life because she does like putting in the work, it seems like. And she likes caring about animals and learning new things. And that happened just all of a sudden. And once she developed this personality and this love for all these things around her and she she started gaining the sense of humor, everything became so easy. I mean, like, I, I could still do more. I mean, I'm sure any parent would say that, that there's always more that they feel like they can do. And I definitely feel that way. But it just got so much easier when her personality started coming out and she started learning more. And, and because she's funny, we have a good time together. We're playing. We're I'm throwing her around like crazy. We're wrestling. And it really just eased a lot of those those tensions that I was having. So yeah, all, all that time that I really spent getting down on myself about not doing enough. I mean, I look back now and I see like I was doing enough. I, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I'm just my own worst critic. I mean, that's how this podcast started out. Like no matter what it is I'm doing, I'm always over-examining myself and, and I'm slowly learning to to give up that control and give up that sense of like, always having to be the best I could possibly be. Like, you know what? I'm just going to wake up, try to do the right things and just see where the day takes us. I'm not going to over-examine everything. I'm not going to over-examine every little detail about her life, how many words she learns from this day to the next day. We're, we're just going to put in the work and do what we're supposed to do and go from there. Uh, I'm really trying to, to live in such a way where I'm not stressing over the little things. And it's really hard for me because that's all I've ever done. So it's it's very challenging, but I've kind of accepted the challenge. And Amelia's made it so easy to, to accept that challenge because she just seems graceful. And what I mean by that is, I mean, even when she does something she's not supposed to be doing and we get onto her a little bit, like I'm always trying to explain to her in a very calm way why she did something that was wrong and what she could have done instead. And you just kind of see it in her eyes after a while, after she's done crying and throwing her a little fit, like she's like, oh, it, it's okay. I understand why you got mad at me. Like I really sense that understanding and that grace there between the two of us. And it it's really comforting. And, and I want to make sure that that continues throughout her life. I don't want to be that guy that, is just yelling at her for one little thing. I remember, like, my dad growing up was always so good about calmly explaining things to me. And I really appreciated that. And I want to instill that same kind of thing in her life because, I mean, that's just kind of how you got to treat people. You've got to treat people in a calm manner. You, I mean, it's just like the Lord doesn't just constantly punish for our mistakes. He, he corrects us in a gentle and merciful way. And I want to show her how to do that. 
And so now, now that things have, have kind of started picking up and she's learning so much more, uh, something that I was just thinking about the other day was I did, I've started potty training her. So if you don't know me, I'm a teacher, so I've got the summers off. And I've really been trying this summer to get her potty trained. And she's getting a little more interested in it, you know, day to day. And the first time that I ever saw her use the potty, I was sitting in front of her on the actual toilet eating Cocoa Puffs. And I'm just thinking, this is a memory that's going to stick with me for life. I saw her use the potty, and here I am on the toilet in front of her eating cereal. And it, it just got me thinking, I'm like, I've even tried to use the actual bathroom, like in front of her as she does too, and it just makes me wildly uncomfortable. I don't know what it is, I just, I feel so weird doing it. I mean, I don't even like going to the bathroom in front of my wife, I don't like her coming in. I just like that time for myself. It's very personal to me. And I I mean, if you got a crap, you got a crap. It is what it is. I mean, I'll do that anywhere if, it, if I just have to. I mean, I would take a dump in front of the president if I had to go. So when it comes time, you got to do what you got to do. But my God, if I can avoid it, I'm going to try to avoid it. Not that she cares at all. I mean, she's not even paying attention to me. But it just still makes me feel so weird for some reason. I, I'm sure I'll get over that, but I'm also going to try to avoid it if I can. But, yeah, that, that was just kind of a weird thing that I remember happening. But it was so cool. And, and I could see that she got excited that she did it because, you know, I'm showing all this enthusiasm. And, you know, like 15 minutes later, she just pees in her diaper. So, I mean, it is what it is. It, it's a slow process. But I guess that's really it for this podcast. I know this one was pretty short. Uh, but I, I kind of just wanted to explain what's been going on the last two years and, and why there's been this big gap. And I definitely don't expect, expect there to be one like this going forward. Like I want to do this once every couple weeks or once a month and, and check in with you guys. And, uh, I appreciate you guys for listening and I appreciate you guys showing me grace. Uh, cause I know some people have reached out to me and said they really enjoy listening and and I really do appreciate that. And this is really just, like I said, it's a journey about my life as a father and really just a, a human in general, learning to adapt to these issues that I'm facing as a dad, as a husband, and just trying to be a little bit better every day. And so, again, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Uh, and I will see you guys soon.